Alrighty. Welcome to another episode of the Down the Middle Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company. More on them later. But, boy, um, lots of people coming back to wrestling. Yeah, a lot. And, like, from every direction. In a very like short a amount lot of time. Room. Yeah. And then uh, and one other thing to add, Shawn Michaels is vice president now of creative. Yeah. WWE. Like and Sean both up there. Mm, I'm sorry, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I see ratings going up from there right now. Yeah, 100%. Um, what was I going to say there? Because I had something. Oh, yeah, w- WWE is shaping up to, it's not quite there yet, but it makes sense because Triple H isn't just pulling the rug out from everything they had going on. He's, yeah. um, yeah, he's slowly making changes, but some big splashes have been these people coming back. That, that they have, and it's just, it seems like, I'm not saying it's fully going to be because there's still the the top roster guys that was there before, prior to NXT, but now we're starting to see them NXT guys really transition into being main roster guys, now that Triple H and now Sean is taking over, basically. Yeah, well, you're starting to see some Triple H people make returns. Uh, almost all of them were NXT alums. So, but yeah. but the biggest, arguably the biggest return in the wrestling industry was CM Punk returning to AEW television. Well... My, 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 okay. I got a lot of opinions about CM Punk. It, it was, it wasn't necessarily shocking to me. The reason why I say is because AEW has a bad habit of when people return, they return a bunch of guys all in one night or yeah. within a show or two. Yep. Yep. You're, you're and not I, wrong. I, and I'm not saying WWE hasn't been doing the same thing, but WWE's never done that really until here recently. Well, and at the very least, WWE most of these returns were uh, the WWE returns were, well, some of them were done at a pay per view. Two, two uh, of the two of the big ones were done at a pay per view. Well, four actually. Oh yeah, you're uh, right. When Bailey. Uh, Bailey, EO, and Dakota at one time, and then Edge, too, all in that same SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd really count Edge, though. He wasn't gone for that long. Yeah. So, I mean, Edge. But anyway, so CM Punk. Yeah, I remember thinking, because I I was bad. I was busy. I didn't watch Raw this week, and... I sat down and was trying to watch Dynamite, but my stupid, the damn TBS app was screwing up, and it wouldn't let me watch it. It kept freezing, so I said "fuck it." But I did <laughs> see, I did see on Instagram that CM Punk came back, but I and I watched it. And I was kind of like, ah, uh, you know, for CM Punk, that was pretty underwhelming. Well, there's a lot of things going on with CM Punk, and I don't know how much longer 
we see CM Punk stay in AEW. Which would be a real shame. But I hear there's a lot of like mixed emotions with him. Like him not liking the way creatively he's going and then all the shit that like happened between him and uh, uh, Kingston. Yeah, there is uh there's a lot of people who I suspect are kind of kicking themselves for jumping ship to AEW. Now granted they could not they couldn't have known. Yeah. But there's more than a few people that are like, ah, damn it. Yep. But it just held in there which some of them were fired, so yeah. you know, can't like really a, like, like a team that came or a couple people that just came back to uh, SmackDown that I didn't see coming, to be honest. Okay, hold on. Row. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch more on them, but uh, I want to try to tackle each person individually. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so CM Punk, I don't. I think you would have been better off to have a situation where, like, if you had to have CM Punk come back, I would have had it to where. Because they've got a match announced, which I forget. I think it's going to be at All Out, and it, it better be Is at it? All Out. Okay. Because let's say if that's a match on free TV, that's hella stupid. But I would have had it to where, you know, Mox was getting beat up by the Jericho Society or whoever. Just Mox is getting beat up, and then Punk comes out and bails him out. And this works for Mox's character because Mox doesn't want help, even though he's part of a stable, which that's a whole nother thing. But Punk helps him clear the ring and then Punk can hold that over his head all the way through all out. Just be like, yeah, buddy. Yeah, I saw how you were handling it as champion. And then Mox can go back with like, well, at least I didn't injure myself winning my title, blah, 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 blah. Like, instead, we just got to BS stare down like we always get. I it just and it's just it's with any wrestling promotion. They're starting to get not really get stale, but like they need to improvise and start doing new stuff, but it's like slowly at a time every like storylines are getting redone again. Then yeah. you see every other week done again. Which it's like you can figure out a new way to bring Steampunk Punk back without having just a stare down. Well, but I mean, you, you don't even have to do it in a new way. Just do it in a good way. Like, we've seen a lot of stuff before, but when it's done well, it's still, it still resonates. But I don't understand. It seems like AEW in particular, but WWE does, does this too. It's like, oh, just, just throw them out there. That's a ad just yeah. or just run like for example, this isn't a return, but kind of a shift back. Like the old Kevin Owens Pride Spider gimmick is kind of making its way back. And he and Drew McIntyre had a great match. And I knew, but I knew I said, Well, they can't if anybody's gonna win, it's gonna be Drew, but then that's gonna bury Kevin Owens unintentionally, and Triple H is too big of a fan of what he can do. So that's gonna happen. So at some point somebody's gonna run in and ruin it. And there's a way they could have done that even better. They didn't have to have a match, per se. KO could have come in, because they cut a great promo. Both of them did. That segment was enough. 
and I forget who ran in. Um, it wasn't important. Some, or I think it was the Usos, wasn't it? Yeah, the Usos came ran in. Were the Usos or carrying cross? No, no, no. This was you're thinking about when McIntyre was confronting Roman. That was on SmackDown. Okay. I'm talking about Raw. Okay. Yeah. So the Usos could have popped out as Kevin was leaving, as KO was leaving. They could have popped out and put Drew out, and then Kevin could have run into the ring, cleared them out, but then done a pop-up powerbomb to McIntyre to send a message. That would have been right up Kevin Owens' prize fighter. Because the gimmick was awesome because he wasn't going to fight you unless he could get something out of it. Why is he going to fight Drew McIntyre now? Drew doesn't have a title. No. That was the whole part of the prize fighter gimmick. And he even said, and this was one of the best Kevin Owens moments ever, was when he confronted Cena, when Cena had the U.S. title, but Kevin Owens was the NXT champion, and he even said, my title means more than yours. But I'm going to fight you just to put you in your place. And he did, and he won. Yup. Like, that was great. But, I mean, it wasn't a perfect segment. I just think it could have been a little bit better. And then they wouldn't have had to take bumps that night. Nope. Save, save it for the save it for a pay-per-view because I think you, we will see Kevin Owens as a universal champion again and I would like to see I uh, this is going to this is going to make people mad but I would like to see the authority make a return but not as heels at least not at first that would be so hard well but the thing of it is Triple H is such a babyface right now and I'm, I'll be honest. That's true. I'll be honest too. I'm getting really tired, and I'm glad AEW hasn't been doing this. Although AEW probably could do this, and it would work right now. Is the heel owner? Because it's like at the end of the day, I get it. It worked with Stone Cold, but it also worked because it really hadn't been done before. Usually, the owner of the company was a babyface if they were on the show at all. But and I'm believe me, I'm glad Tony Khan isn't regularly on television. But he, it seems like that's happening more and more, and that needs to stop. Yeah. But um, like it got to a point where now it just doesn't make sense because if the owners of the company are heels, why would anybody work for him? I guess it. I guess it kind of. I guess it kind of made sense when they were the only game in town, though. Yes. But the thing is, I think Triple H is smart enough to think about that because, you know, wrestling fans aren't ignorant. It's like any of these people, any of these guys or girls could go to AEW or New Japan or now Ring of Honor shortly. Like there are other places they can go. Granted, not as big, but I've met many people in my life who took pay cuts to get away from a terrible boss. That I've done. So... I would like to see Triple H, at least Triple H as an on-screen authority figure, which we kind of are somewhat. But, uh, but as a not, little bit, yeah, I wouldn't even say as a face or a heel, just as an entity that is not definitely not bad, but just somebody who's trying to give the fans what they want, somebody for the heels to play off of for a change. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so we will see CM Punk Mox at All Out, which, I mean, it'll be it'll be a 
it'll be a good match, but we all know CM Punk's going to win because they're just going to pick up where they left off. Which is good, because I liked where it was going. I liked where it was going with Punk and FTR, and then we'll probably see Wardlow in that club too, because now he's palling around with FTR, which I like. I don't know. I feel like... I feel like, obviously, Team Punk's probably going to win, but I feel like that's where we're going to see MJF return. I, I hope so. And we're, but we're not going to dig into that yet, because we're going to make people wait. We're going to talk about MJF at the end of the episode, so stick around. Or okay. if you're not or if you're not watching the live stream, you don't fast forward, because we're going to talk about a bunch of fun stuff. But MJF's at the end, because we're going to make you wait. Uh, okay. Next thing, I don't remember when he returned, but Brian Danielson returned to the ring as well. Fairly recently. Uh, I don't know. I, I know he's returned too, and I think it's within the, like the last last couple weeks, three weeks. Yeah, because he had a match with. He, go ahead. I was gonna say because he had a match with Daniel Garcia, which apparently was pretty good. I did watch uh, bits and pieces of that match. It was good, but like again, an underrated return, like or not underrated, like underachieved return it's like it didn't matter yeah and here's the thing about daniel garcia and i will admit when he first came to AEW, i wasn't giving him grief but i was kind of like who is this dude because they were acting like he was a big deal and i'm like i've never heard of this guy because he was he was new right now i like daniel garcia now that i've been able to see him work and see what he can do i think in terms of just his long-term his longevity in the business, I think he needs to hit the weights, but I think he is doing that. Because um, Zen Reamwork is fine, from what I can see. You might be able to shed some more light on that. And I think he'll be truly great, but like you said, Daniel Garcia is not that big of a deal right now. So having Brian Danielson come back and wrestle him is just kind of eh. Why not have him come yeah. back and why not have him come back and get revenge on Jericho at say oh all out. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, Jericho, Jericho's not doing anything easy other than the, st- the stuff with Moxley. Exactly. You know, like Tony, sometimes this stuff just books itself. Like in, in, in the logic of the match. And I think it might've actually been the case. Jericho was the one who injured Brian Danielson. So why would Brian? I guess yeah. I guess he can come back and wrestle his lackey, but they made such a big deal out of it. I would have just had him come again. I would have had Brian because da- Brian Danielson and CM Punk are two guys in AEW right now who they don't have to wrestle. They no. can they can come out and have the crowd in the palm of their hands with a promo, and then you build anticipation because Brian Danielson says, "You know what? I'm not medically cleared." And then the crowd does their thing, and he says, yet. But rest assured, I've been assured by my doctors that I will be completely medically cleared before All Out comes around. So, in the meantime, I asked Tony Khan if I could come out here and issue a challenge to the man that took me away from you. See, they, they, don't, they don't pay us enough to book this stuff for them. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on. I'll do it for half. <laughs> for half? Oh. 
Hell, I'll do it. Just That's shout. Do for yeah, shout out the podcast on AEW TV. <laughs> just... That's like, all I need. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. This is so easy. It, it, okay, and it may be easy from us because we're booking one match at a time when they got to book everything else for a long time, long term story. But it's like, I don't know, man. Sometimes I... it does. A corner. I don't know, man. I think I think we could book the show. Well, I guarantee we probably could. Yeah, I I think we could book AEW pretty solidly, and I do think it would be better. And I'm not even talking about like not even fantasy stuff. Like, oh, let's with the current roster that they have now, without bringing anybody else in, I still think we could book a better wrestling show than they currently are. I'm not saying it's all bad or always bad, but some of the stuff is just yeah. like, ugh. But speaking of lackluster returns, Kenny Omega. And you know what's funny? If you go back and watch the last episode of Down the Middle, we even said that that was going to happen at for the uh, whatever they call it trio tag team titles oh it was obvious and like literally kenny omega comes back for the trio tournament it's you knew it was going to happen i'm going to say something that's extremely controversial but true if kenny omega had been in charge of his entire career he would have never ever achieved the level that he got because when he's in charge Probably. of his when he's in charge of his booking, he does really stupid stuff. Like this. It's like I get you want to play with the young bucks and that's fine. But you've been gone for almost like 9 months, almost a year. Yeah. And this last November, why didn't he come back at all out? Like it's Tony Khan needs to learn how to be patient. That could have been the show you know of the year. Should, what they should have done with that is they should have booked the Young Bucks with somebody to go on to the finals of the trios tag title, go into All Out or whatever pay-per-view or whatever it is for the finals. The third guy's hurt. Oh, we got a, we, we found somebody to place him. Then you bring out Kenny Omega. Have him, have him do it with Cutler. Easily, Cutler and, gets hurt. Cutler can't make, can't, can't do it. And then, oh, we got a third person. And then he comes out. Right there, see. And then you get Cutler some ring time because Cutler's not terrible. Yeah, I mean he's. And yeah, Cutler maybe play being hurt there. Thank you. And you know who gets that? FTR because they did it. Although I guess I had read that Dax actually did separate his shoulder. Oh, he did. That that's what I had read. Some it's one of those like a source inside of AEW confirmed that Dax in fact did injure his shoulder. But who knows? But even if they did, even if it was a work, they understood that 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 place was. I think the crowd was the loudest during FTR's match at Forbidden Door. After watching the whole thing, I truly believe that. Uh, in my opinion, I think I think FTR is the underrated tag team of the year. In oh, my opinion, in any company, 
which is a real oh, shame. Oh, yeah, all I say is... But yeah, so old Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang is back, and I'll be honest, as someone who... I'm still a Kenny Omega fan. I'm less of one now because a lot of his shortcomings have been pointed out to me by Jim Cornette, so get mad at him if you want to blame somebody, but he's not wrong. But as someone who enjoyed watching Kenny Omega on TV, I saw this and I was just like, oh, he's back. And then I I have to touch on, I watched a video, because of course AEW recorded it and put it on YouTube. It was, he was talking to the audience after the show went on air, off air. It's, somebody needs to tell him to stop talking because essentially what he said was, he's like, here's the thing, I love all my fans, but on TV, I'm gonna say that I hate you. It's like, shut up. You talk too much. It's like, it's, here we go again. Like, I know Kayfabe's dead, but like, this is just demeaning because he's sitting there. He's like, no, no, no. Don't worry, guys, because I, I love you all. But on TV, I'm going to say some really mean things. It's like, what do you think we are, for? We know how this works. I just, I, I don't understand, man. He just, I don't know. As I, Kenny Omega is the type of person who, I'm going to be honest, in a friendlier type of WWE scenario, he would do well there in the sense that all his stuff would be written for him. All of his stuff would be booked for him. He just has to go out there and perform, which is what he's, frankly, that's what he's good at. He is not. I think he tries, I think he tries to go to business for himself a little bit when he does that. <sighs> I, I just can't put my finger on it because when he's booking himself, when he's in charge of himself, he just, I don't, it just doesn't, it doesn't work for me. I know a lot of people will love it no matter what because it's Kenny Omega, but it could be so much better. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm not hating on it, but I just, I know it could be better because I've seen it. I've seen it be better. New Japan booked him perfectly for years so much so that he was arguably certainly the most popular wrestler outside of wwe and he was really close to being i mean he got number one on pw pwi top 500 at least once i think it was at least, yeah. I, th I think it was in 2019 but yeah so kenny omega's back with lackluster fanfare like, I didn't even think the crowd was all that loud when he came out. And I, I have a theory. I mean, this... oh, what? he got a pop a little bit, but, like, not a pop like he probably should have. Yeah, but Danhausen gets a pop. <laughs> you leave Danhausen out of this, damn it. I, believe me, I would love to. And I don't know, for some reason, Kenny Omega, who has never worn, like, ring gear with a shirt, is wearing ring gear with a shirt, which, it doesn't... I think you put on what? So here's here's another thing, and this is going to make me sound like kind of a jerk, but I, I'm not. So yeah, I think you're right. As anyone probably would, pro athletes who are out on medical all the time, they put on weight. 
if he doesn't look like he used to, then don't put him back in the ring. Let him nope. cut. You have time. Frankly, we didn't miss him all that much. Have him, Not really. Have him get, you know, trim for all out. Because your, your idea is gold. That would have been so much better. I think it would have been perfect. Like why would like why wouldn't you just hold them off another couple weeks or whatever all out it's, is it's, all out is it's literally a couple weeks. Have the third guy. Like how is? Uh, I don't know, but switching gears a little bit, we already touched on it. But Dakota Kai's back, and I mean, I, I, I mean, I get it, but I don't, I don't get it. He's made an impact with the little group of Bailey, but it's like, still hasn't really shown anything yet. Yeah, and here's the thing about Dakota Kai. I just, I, I don't dislike Dakota Kai, but she ain't ready to talk on the main roster. Okay. Oh, well, wait till we get to the other person to say what she said during a promo with oh, all of them in a oh, ring. Dakota Sky. Yep. You know what? That's not her fault. Because that's what happens when you have her with two people whose names now rhyme. Dakota Kai and EO Sky, it's going to happen more than once. Yep. Like, and then she goes on and says, I know I messed up. Yeah, which I don't know how I felt about that. Because on the one hand, I think it was smart for her to address it. but I And Bailey overacts. Like it's it's just it's too it's too hammy for me. It's like uh, I it's like I know. Well, and plus I just I, I just, just see where. Yeah, I also just I also just don't buy that Bailey's a mean person. Like to me, it's obvious acting. So I don't know, but yeah, Dakota Kai's back. But a much more interesting return. Uh, which they've already screwed up was the Redeemer. Miro came back recently. To AW? Yep. And now he's doing something with House of Black. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than repeat myself. It's just they're booking themselves in a position where it's not the right timing where they book them in the right timing, but it's lackluster. And it's like, it's not what it should have been. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. That's pretty much on the nose. Cause on the one hand I was like, Oh sweet Miro's back. And now I don't care. <laughs> Why is he not going for the TNT title against Wardlow? Why isn't he going against um, what's his name that has the North American whatever? Oh, Pat. It is called. Yeah. Oh, that would have been yeah. better because he could have said he could have even said it's like I was that was my spot. I should have been there. Yeah. Or I should have won that. Yeah. What's Pac, do, Pac doing? Nothing is he? Not much. I think he's in the trios tournament with the Lucha Brothers. And it's like, what about the title that you just came up with? And Pact has it, but nothing's going on with it. Well, because it's a BS title, but 
I don't know. So yeah, Miro's back, but he's being booked into oblivion again. Now he's somebody who honestly, we might see him make his way back to WWE. I don't know how long of a contract he has with AEW, but if I were him, I'd be like, yo, Trips. <laughs> hey, buddy, I hear it's better over there now. Get me out of here, pal. Yeah, get me out of here. But one of the truly shocking returns, and this is very good, was one, again, you touched on, on SmackDown. We saw the return of Karrion Cross and Scarlet. And they have been... See, the way he came back... Is booked phenomenal. It's they, right to the it was short, sweet to the point, and it was great. It made sense, and everything is flowing. It's right up his alley. That's exactly what Karrion Cross would do. This and and they're letting Karrion Cross be Karrion Cross from NXT. They're not not with that fucking gaudy looking fucking Spartan helmet. That stupid little leather kelt he had on, or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Like carrying cross, carrying cross. Yep. I'm very, I'm very happy for both of them. And you know, carrying cross now that he came back, he reminds me of Dean Ambrose in a way. I can see that. Kind of more of like that that lunatic type of person now. Arguably better done though, because when Dean when when Dean Ambrose was doing it, he was just kind of all over the place. But Karrion Cross, yeah. Karrion Cross is the type of guy who, like, yeah, he's unhinged, but he's got he can aim it. Yes, which to me works a lot when better. Dean, yeah, yeah, Dean was just I don't care. But yeah, so very pleased to see Karrion Cross back in WWE because honestly, dude deserves it. Oh yeah, he does. Dude deserves it. Scarlett and... deserves it. They both deserve it. Very happy for both of them. I hope they got a tremendous raise. Yes, and I see some other guys coming back too. Are they? Was that the same group? He... Oh, I don't know. Is that a rumor? Was, uh... Well, it's not a rumor. Just some people that I think may show back up too. When he was with uh when he was with that company that Braun Strowman created. It, oh, outside of WWE. Yeah, the CYN create your narrative. Oh yeah, that's like, uh EC three, yeah. Strowman and Karen Crossword, they were like like they were the top three guys there. We shall see. Um, and we touched on Bailey's back. Finally, she was out for a long time, but she had, I forget what her injury was, but we knew she was going to be out for a while. Yeah. She was out for like two years almost. Yeah. I remember when she got hurt, they were like, that's minimum one year. So not this past SummerSlam. There's SummerSlam before like, Three or four months before the last SummerSlam, that's when she was out. Yeah, so a little over a year. Yeah. Which, <coughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie, when they switched Bailey heel, I really wasn't watching WWE, so I don't know what all the hubbub is about. To me, it, I'm probably wrong, because again, I haven't been watching it. I know that it was popular, I know people liked it, but I'm just kind of like, eh, I'm not really buying it, but... 
That's probably lack of exposure. But she's back nonetheless. Um, another one which might have been missed, um, and I don't think he's officially returned yet, but he was in the crowd, is uh, Dexter Loomis. It is official. Oh, it is official. Okay. Commentators have been talking about it. Oh, okay, so it's official. Non-stop. Yeah, if the commentators are talking about it, it's it's official. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and what's what's messed up is no, not very many people caught that when everything was going on. I think because, because there was one promo. Go ahead. I was just gonna say because I I didn't hear the commentators. I saw it on social media. And I thought to myself, I was like, that is, and talk, from someone who couldn't care less about Dexter Loomis, because I thought the character was stupid. But, like, I'm like, that's cool. Because I'm pretty sure it's a work, but I'm not sure. Yes. There's enough plausible doubt. Like, maybe he did sneak in. I didn't know the commentators were talking about it, but even that can be done right. Well, they didn't talk about it when he first showed up. Okay. It was like following the wall when it happened because he was like, "Who was that?" He looks kind of kind. They were like, "He kind of looks familiar." And then that following show when it happened again, that's when they're like, "It's Dexter Loomis." Yeah, but uh, and you know, Dexter Loomis, he kind of reminds me of Psycho Sid. A little bit. Yeah, I can see that. But I, I did think to myself, I was like, "That is a really unique." not overly contrived like and it's simple he got fired he went like he snuck back in it's not complicated he's going to get involved yeah. he's going to get involved with somebody and then that's how they're going to bring him back into the fold yep it's like triple h gets it this isn't complicated work smart not hard i know right well we'll take uh, I don't think we have quite enough time to handle the last return. Well, yeah, we do. And then we'll have to restart the Zoom to talk about the rumors. But So uh, we did touch on Edge came back, but he wasn't really gone that long. So, eh. And then Hit Row made their return, which, not going to lie, I we didn't get a chance to see enough of them to see if they were what they were really made of. I didn't really care, but I'm glad they're back because I thought the way that they were unceremoniously released was not right especially after yeah. they they'd probably been told it's like oh yeah we're gonna do this and we've done photo shoots and music video and we've done all this stuff and then they just get released like at least give them a chance to ruin their careers yeah i don't know i i like that they came back because they had they done they were doing some good stuff in nxt and then they were doing some good stuff in WWE when they first came back too and it was like it was like all of a sudden oh they're gone yeah, I did. The way WWE was doing a lot of those releases, like most of those releases, was like, uh, that's not cool, guys. Like, I will give credit where credit's due. At least Tony Khan. I don't think Tony Khan's actually released anyone. I think he's just let their contracts go out. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's just that's just better because a lot of the times when you get released from WWE, it's not even really your fault. It's because creative messed it up. And your character is yep. no longer salvageable, which is not your fault. And they're all independent contractors yeah. anyway. The least you could do is pay them for the duration of the contract that you thought they were worth. Exactly. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, we're about to get kicked off here, so I'm going to start the new meeting for you. For us, I mean. Yes, sir. And then we'll get back in, and then we'll talk about the sponsor and then get into some rumors. So we'll be right back. Bear with us just a second, folks. Zoom is making our lives difficult. Oh, Zoom is really making our lives difficult. There we go. Got to send Brian the info, and I guess if you want to join us, just go ahead. So while we're waiting on this, if anybody is listening right now or if you're watching the replay, let us know in the comments below if you have heard any wrestling rumors and who you think is going where or who might be returning and from what company because there's there's always rumors out there. Okay, so we'll get us back up here. Alrighty, Brian should be joining us shortly again, but in the meantime, I'm going to tell you about our sponsor for the podcast this week, Stevie Wicks Cool Beans Candle Company, made with all natural soy wax candles, which burns cleaner and <laughs> cooler, not, not less hotter, so it's safer, it doesn't release any of the normal toxins that are normally associated with standard paraffin or beeswax candles, and another plus is that because it's soy wax, the scent can actually be added much greater amounts of the scent oil. So like literally the blueberry muffin candle, which is one of the number one scents that they have, it's not lit and it can completely smell. It can fill your house with the scent. So they are tremendously good at that. Half the time, like I said, you don't even have to light them. And they are unveiling some new products for all you Halloween fans out there. They are going to start carrying holiday-themed candles, and I've seen the prototype of this year's Bleeding Black candle. It's going to be sick. So those, those should be available on the website soon. Keep an eye out for them, uh, and you can always check them out every year. Th over 30 cents available now and more coming all the time. So if you want your house to not smell like dog shit anymore... Or if you need to buy a gift for your significant other, your mother, or anyone, you can visit them, steviewicks.com. That's S-T-E-V-I-E-W-I-X.com. Get them today. You ready to get into some rumors, buddy? Yeah. Yeah, let's get into I like some rumors. I like rumors, too. Actually, one of our highest rated episodes ever was the, the one where all we did was talk about rumors. <laughs> so, so people like the gossip. Um, I just read a very interesting rumor, and one that I think is true, is that Johnny Gargano is now open and probably going to return to WWE now that Triple H is in charge. And you know what? I'd rather see him in WWE so that I can fast forward through his matches. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so... I'm sorry. I just don't, I don't like Johnny Gargano. 
Honestly, I think either way he was going to come back if it was with Triple H or not. I can see the that. The reason why he left is because, because he wanted to take time because of his firstborn child. Yeah, I can see that. So I'm just shocked that anybody had sex with him. <laughs> I mean, the dude, the, the, uh, Jim Cornette calls him Johnny One-Face, and it's true. He has the same expression for everything. Yep. I'm very angry at you, Champa. Very angry. That joke was hilarious. Candace, is that a new bikini? It's all the same. You do have a point. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw I saw the match he did with Tommaso Ciampa. I forget which takeover it was, but it was the Lights Out main event. And I'm just like, does this guy have the ability to like move his mouth in any other way? Because like, it doesn't matter what's happening. He's just... I don't know. I just don't get what the hubbub is about. You got me so good right there. I thought you froze up. <laughs> I mean, if his body hadn't been moving, I, I'd have thought it was buffering. And plus, I also thought, like, I thought the last thing he was doing, and I don't think it was the last thing, but close to the end where it was like the way or whatever it was, I thought that was goofier than hell. Like, that was so stupid. Why is Indy Hartwell, who's an adult, listening to these two morons? Like you can do what you want. Oh, and then they had like that supervised date or whatever. I'm like, this is so dumb. And I'm ashamed <laughs> that this I like I'm ashamed that this is on NXT prior to NXT 2.0. Like, this is embarrassing. This is some crap you'd see on the main roster. Probably. Like, this is just give it time, dumb. it'll be. I don't know. I, I have hope with Triple H. It's like, imagine that. Oh, Drew McIntyre said the dirty word. Did you catch it? He said, he said, we're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's wrestle. I was like, wow, he said it three times. Vince is totally not there. <laughs> yep, he's rolling around in his bed, his chair right now. I, like, I can't believe he said it three times. Ah! Ah! <laughs> he's having a conniption fit. And triple. I think Triple H did that on purpose. He's like, listen, I know. Well, you know, Vince is watching tonight, so I want you all to say wrestle and wrestler as many times as possible. He's got Shane at his house with him holding his hand, telling him it's okay. And Shane's just giggling like a small child, like I would be. It's like, Dad, you know the company is World Wrestling Entertainment, right? And before that, it was the World Wrestling Federation. Okay. And I, and I don't mean to cut you off. You, you, you reminded me something. And it's a rumor I heard, and I don't know if you ever wrote it down, and I, you probably don't. Rumor has it, Triple H is trying to get it to change back to WWF. Mm, I don't know that that's a good idea at this point. I don't think it is either. It, there's, they, they've got themselves yeah. too known with WWE now. Yeah, it's, it's too uh, branded. If it ain't if it ain't broke, don't change it. 
Yeah, and it wasn't their fault that they had to change it from... Which, I'll be honest, to me, WWF sounds better, but it really wasn't in their control. They had to change it, so... And, man, their campaign was so good and so aptly named. Get the F out. Yep. That was hilarious. One more rumor. One more rumor, but it's not wrestling... It's not a wrestler related this one this time. Yeah, that's rumor true. has it. They're breaking NXT up and put NXT UK and NXT 2.0 together. As long as they stop calling it NXT 2.0 and just call it NXT, like it's NXT 3.0. We don't need that. Just just call it NXT. Technically, we're already on NXT 3.0. Technically, yes. So the numbers are just dumb. Yeah, they're supposed to be bringing some more guys up to the main roster. That I have no idea. I've not heard that. But I did hear that they're going to put NXT and NXT UK together. But it's like, how are you going to force some of the NXT UK guys to come over to the States and have to wrestle every week in the States? I mean, it, here, well, and this could, this could be good for multiple reasons. Because just like they did with Walter, because I'm not going to call him Gunther. They need to change his name back. Yeah, they do. That's the most dumbest dumb name I've ever freaking heard. Well, but when when he signed, he had said, I don't want to go to the States. I want to stay in Europe. And they said, cool. Apparently, they had to have made it worth his while. So they just tell the guys, it's like, listen, this is what we're doing. If you guys want out of your contracts, that's fine. We can release you. Or you can come to the States and get a raise and wrestle more often. It's totally up to you guys and girls. And that's good. Honestly, that's good for the UK independent scene because the whole reason NXT UK even went over there was to kill the UK independence. Yep. I'm 100% certain of that. And tri- Triple H understands that you need territories. Nobody's going to directly compete with WWE. It's not going to happen. They don't need to go in. And I remember there were talks at one point about NXT Japan, and I'm like, that's dumb. Here's my okay. Here's my theory on the NXT Japan thing. I would have liked it. The only reason why I would have liked is because we would have seen Japan guys more often, and we're not seeing the same guy being booked to be main event and the top guy for ten years in a freaking row. It's like uh, who was it that just won the G one? Was it Okada? Was it or was it a? What's his name? I don't I don't know. Is the G one even over for twenty twenty two? I don't know. I've yes. been bad. I think it was was it Okada or uh maybe the other one that starts with a T. Um I'm not sure it's over yet. Hang on. Yeah, oh oh it just ended. You're right. Yeah, Okada. And I'm like, Okada's been booked to be the main guy for, like, what, the last five, ten years? Well, but he's not the only one. And it ain't one. nothing against... Well, he's been one of the main book, bid book, big. Sure, but so has Naito, and when Omega was there, he was in the picture, and Evil had the IWGP title for a while. Because I will say, New Japan's better, certainly better than WWE until very recently, because Roman Reigns was... 
Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar were legitimately the only like world heavyweight title contenders. I mean, Lashley and McIntyre were in the mix, but you know, I, I will say Japan, but Okada has been the golden boy, but that's because Okada is damn good. And like I said, yeah, and I'm not taking that away. Yeah. Well, but, okay. but I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have minded have seen an NXT Japan. Maybe if they'd have done it right, I see. But that that would have kind of been, in the sense of wrestling, that would have been declaring war because New Japan wouldn't have taken kindly to that at all. And I no, think, I don't think I don't. Yeah. Well, yeah, they, it would have been another AWWE thing. But like, is New Japan really going to take WWE over in ratings? In Japan, New, New yes. Japan does what a show. In J- Japan, probably yes, but like they do a show like what once a month or something that's on tv i'm not sure of what their schedule is because it's it's more often than that i mean okay even if that a couple times a month let's say let's say five times a month they do a show that's on tv wwe is doing it weekly would be doing it weekly and we do in house shows once or twice a week too <coughs> yeah but nxt japan would have been only on the network because they, they ain't putting that on tv um no and and here's the thing and this is this is my mind this is my headspace wwe even when vince was there they understood because historically they've known how important having access to japanese talent is and i don't think they yeah. would have sacrificed the ability to kind of peacefully coexist because that's part that's part of the reason why new japan they're still they're still kind of inching towards making like an uh new japan america sort of thing but they stopped for a while because of AEW and they were like well we're not going to cuz new japan as a company is very intelligent they've had their ups and downs but even when they have like they know when the moment's wrong and they don't they're very patient and calculating because they saw oh for the next arguably the next two to five years aew is going to be what's hot because it's new and they've got enough yeah. money to where they can they can advertise themselves out there so new japan expanding into north america is not the time's not right right now now they're slowly yeah. they're slowly inching their way back to that, and there's rumors that New Japan America is going to be incorporating a women's division, which is pretty well unheard of for New Japan Pro Wrestling. But it's it's going to be in America. They're testing the waters in America, which again somebody had a comment on one of the clips where I was talking about why New Japan doesn't have a women's division, and they cited a, a I think four wrestlers that weigh four Joshi wrestlers in stardom that weigh over 140 pounds, and I'm like, yeah. Actually, to this day, the average weight of their build roster, because some of their stars don't have build weights, so you can, but all of them looked tiny. The average weight of a uh, stardom wrestler is 118 and a half pounds. There are four. Wow. There are four of them that are 100 pounds or less, and we're talking active wrestlers because Riho's not on that list because she's not actively in stardom but she's been in stardom the 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 lightest girl wrestling for stardom is 88 pounds wow 
that's death ways less okay yeah and i, I think, take bigger poops i think their heaviest wrestler is about 170 175 which pretty sure ray mysterio weighs more than that probably and he's he's probably like yeah and ray's what well i mean his real weight is probably I think his build weight at one point was like 180-something, 188 or something like that. Because he's, he's, he's stacked. He's buff. Yeah. And I'm just, you know, I'm just... It's it's the point I made about Riho. It's just, I just... Uh, it's not believable. But now, it might be believable in Japan because their average... Apparently, their average Josie wrestler, like, again, is 118 pounds. 98 versus 118, that's... That's ridiculous. Think about the disparity there. But it's more believable than Riho beating Nyla Rose. True. I mean, come on. But anyway, so there's another rumor for you. New Japan is apparently going to have a women's division or at least incorporate female wrestling. Honestly, as long as it's not intergender, I don't really care. But I could agree on that one. But we'll see. Another rumor is not a wrestler returning, but a name. We may have seen the end of Butch. Hopefully. Yeah. I haven't seen much. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Well, apparently, and I'm going to, I'm going to fact check. I'm going to fact check this right now. Apparently Butch, the formerly known as Butch, has changed his name on Twitter. Oh, now it's Pete Butch Dunn. Hmm. Apparently, maybe, at one point he maybe, it maybe Dunn. I could almost see it where Butch like gets fed up with him and turns his back on Seamus and uh, whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. Honestly, that's how he says. Yeah. Yeah, and Triple H is smart enough to know that. And he's like, listen, we can't just randomly change your name because there's no story there. Might as well give the fans something to pop for. Because everyone thinks this is stupid. Literally everyone. Or you know what you do is you have them get, get a, fake an injury close to Royal Rumble. Within a couple months of Royal Rumble, Rumble hits. Sheamus and what's his name's in the ring. Bam! Pete Dunn's or Pete Dunn's music hits. He's out as Pete Dunn, not as Butch. But the old music, because the the rumor is that he's going to return to the bruiser weight gimmick, which was awesome. It's like, yeah, there was nothing wrong with that gimmick. It was great. Yep. <laughs> and I think that's the way it should be. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, fellas. Yes. Yes. Perfect. See, pay us to book it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'll do it for free. Just let me go to the show. Give us a trial. I'll be okay with that. Let me travel. Yeah, give it. Hey, seven days is free. Seven days is free. If you like what What? you get. (laughs) Depends Um, on our name. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the next, (laughs) the next rumor I saw is that the rock will be, which you've touched on this before too. I have. The Rock is very, 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 very unsure. 
Well, they're talking 2023. If they do 2023, it'd have to be a Mania. Which I think is what they're... I think that's what they're going to gear up. So you might see him on TV prior to Mania... But I think yeah. I think that's what you because I mean realistically think about it like you said who else is going to do it now it's got to be the Rock if he's got to be booked in a corner where it's a triple threat match and he doesn't take the pin to lose them titles I don't know I wouldn't mind seeing Rock as uh, champ for a little while. Yeah, but with all the stuff Rock's got going on, do you really think he's going to go to face uh, and beat The Rock? Then it's like one of the moments of who's going to beat The Rock now. Rock just beat literally the guy. Hey, I don't know, but that's why they should pay us to book it. We can figure it out. That's true. I will will figure it out. We can figure it out. I will have – hey, Austin did damn good at Mania. We'll have Austin Austin Rock again. There you go. I like it. First to have a stroke. Oh, well, that's Ric Flair. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm curious as to how they're going to, because I, I hope they do this. I hope Cody's, when he gets back, obviously, um, I hope they're going to position him to, at some point, become WWE champion. Oh, I guarantee it. And I, but I think I, they can I just, do it. I think they can do it right too. I think. I feel WWE like Cody can. could be the guy. If you, if we're straight up, I think Cody could be the guy to beat Roman. If he's booked properly, yes. And Which, what's he done with him? He's been booked properly. Yeah. Well, but here's the thing. I think that can happen now. I think WWE is going to become a much happier, more quality place for the talent and the I fans think, i think this is the wwe we're going to see that we missed 10 years ago 15 years ago i was gonna say 15 it's gonna be that place. okay we'll go 15 like 07 07 06 07 man i'll be okay with that 2006 was an awesome year for wrestling wasn't it oh yeah it was so good from like 2000 let's say 2000 2007 was like in my opinion the golden years of the 2000s era oh dude it was not Miss Television I remember in two, because 2006 is when I got into wrestling because my friends at the time like we're talking every Monday every Tuesday I think ECW was on and every Thursday or Friday or whenever because Smackdown moved around a couple times like it was not Miss Television you had to watch WWE because it was going to be awesome no matter what. In, in my opinion, it went all downhill after they brought ECW back. I don't know about that. I, I think initially it wasn't bad, but it slowly declined. I think, honestly, yeah. I think... But, like, middle of ECW era towards the end, it was horrible. Yeah. Like, I... Yeah. You're, bringing, you're bringing Raw and SmackDown guys over to wrestle. I mean, you got... You got a uh, big show and Ric Flair in a hardcore match on ECW's TV. Why? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. Made no sense. Well, I think that, honestly, that started going downhill around, and I'm not saying it was his fault, but when RVD had to drop the title, that's when it started. 
but that was yes. almost that was almost like right after its inception. But there were some highlights because going into WrestleMania 23, I liked the whole thing where they had the ECW Originals versus a New Breed. That was interesting, but it just got yeah. it got progressively goofier and dumber, and yeah. But uh, anywho, so hopefully we see the Rock at WrestleMania, but we'll we'll see. And then of course the obvious one. I mean, it's in LA. Exactly, it's in LA. Um, and then there are rumors that Sasha Banks and Naomi will be returning. Is is I? In my opinion, I think they will return. But I think they should have returned as heels, and I think they should have returned in the women's bracket. Bracket. I agree, but the the reason there I think they, been a myth. yeah the, the the reason I think they may not have is I think they honestly might still be, I don't want to say negotiating because they're still under contract, but I think Triple H has the sense, particularly with Sasha Banks, but Naomi's popular too, but particularly with Sasha, he knows that he's got to repair that relationship between them and WWE. They're not under contract. Oh, they're not. Oh no. Oh well, th- well then they're no, probably no, no. well then they probably are still negotiating. I thought they were still under contract. No. Oh, well. when everything happened, they it was it was a done deal. They walked out. They were done. Oh, okay. Well then, yeah, they're probably still negotiating, but that still goes into it. Triple H understands that relationship has to be repaired. And there are probably going to be some yeah. guarantees in there. It's like, you're not going to be doing this goofy crap with us anymore. I'd wager to say that they're going to have not creative control, but they're going to have some input on what they're doing on TV, which I don't disagree with. I think every, particularly once you get a certain level, like where you get to the point where you're winning titles, which is the company saying, we believe in you. Yeah. I think you should have some input in what you're doing. Cause you're the one who has to go out there and do it. Ultimately, no, I'm not saying like, I'm not necessarily saying like creative wise, like storyline. Like, yeah, you can, you should be able to have like a little input to like, cause sometimes people get writer's block. Well, yeah. And sometimes, and sometimes comes, it's a tweak that would make all the difference yeah. in the world. Cause like the, the overall direction is good, but like, oh man, wouldn't it be better if I did this instead of this? And it goes both ways. Cause like, I, cause so, like, like the a, people that are the people that are booking it and creating the storylines they're not out there every 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 week they don't they 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 go off of what they hear and what they see they don't go off of what they put on and they hear from the crowd exactly now and like i said but there's the flip side of that coin like i said with kenny omega i think somebody needed to much sooner than now and it still needs to be done i think somebody needs to take him be like hey kenny listen like when you're in the ring you're it's great. But where we're having trouble is like, you're, you're just not hitting the same strides you did before. And I think it's cause you know, I, I, I think maybe you need some direction to be pointed. Cause like you can do it, but I think you're trying to do too much at once, which I think is his problem. Cause like when he was the belt collector overall, I liked the concept, but I couldn't take him seriously because he was going in a bunch of different directions at once. Like he's trying to be yeah. funny, but at the same time, he's supposed to be this heel and this jerk, but he's also trying to be funny. And it just, it worked, but it didn't work as well as it could have. He didn't pull it off like Matt Cardona did. Exactly. 
like great example. Matt Cardona did it, and he took it to the sky. He didn't do it like Ultimo Dragon did it back in the late nineties. Well, because Matt Cardona like, he took that yeah. shit. And, yeah, well, Matt Cardona went full asshole. Oh yeah, and he did it everywhere. But he he did it on Twitter. He did it on TV. He probably did it out in public. Probably, I I I would assume so. He's a guy I would hope I hope comes back to the WWE. Yeah, and I hope he comes back as a heel, and not as Zack Ryder as Matt Cardona. I hope he comes back as uh, Matt Cardona. Yep, I'd love to see that, and I think that would be I think that'd be tremendous. And what again? What they should do if and when that happens. They they start by playing that woo 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 bullshit. Yep. But then he can then it, it changes. Yep. He'd be a good one to go up against Cody for a nice little program. I would I would pay to see that. That and there's the magic words. There you go, Triple H. We'd pay. To, I'd pay to see it. We're going to start tweeting at Triple H to tell them that they need to let us book. <laughs> Give us a chance, Trips. Um, Day 3,745. Please, please let us book Triple H. Uh, you know what? At least give us some inside scoops for the podcast in exchange. That's all we ask. Oh, yeah. But I'd, I'd take yeah, that. We'll have you on the podcast. Um. So finally, that, though. yeah. So unless you have any other rumors to add, well, this is a non-wrestling rumor, but it's interesting nonetheless. Apparently, I do have. Oh, go ahead. One more rumor. You can. Do you want me to say mine first or yours? Go for yours, because mine isn't directly wrestling related, but it's kind of. Um, big rumor. Uh, Bray's coming back. I have heard. I've heard that. Numerous times, and from different sources. That Bray will be back. Yep, and I think that's that's pretty well a done deal. Uh, there is a rumor consi- uh, blah, blah, blah. There is a rumor concerning Logan Paul and his brother Jake Paul. Um, I don't. Do you know who Andrew Tate is? I've heard the name. Okay, so he is a he's he's become probably the most viral person on the internet at least right now. Uh, former four time. Uh, heavyweight kickboxing champion, or not heavyweight, I'm sorry, I think he was a middleweight, but four-time kickboxing world champion from a couple different organizations, but uh, legit fighter. And he's been going back and forth with both of the Paul brothers on the internet or whatever. And apparently the Paul brothers boxing manager has been in contact with Tate's people. So this is a fight we might see. Oh, wow. Now, here's where this gets interesting. I don't think WWE will do it because of how controversial Andrew Tate is. But if they do it, it's in everyone's best interest for Tate to go on TV and behave himself. So, on Logan Paul's podcast, he basically asked Jake if he could beat up Andrew Tate for him. I did see that. I did see that one. So I, I watched his I watched his pop, Yeah. And I did see that. So I mean Andrew, Andrew Tate's goal is to get more eyes on him. It would be very interesting to see Andrew Tate 
not necessarily at a WWE event, but on WWE programming in some capacity to hype a fight between him and Logan Paul. But like a legit boxing match. Now, I don't think it'll happen. That would be nice. I don't think it'll happen, though, because Andrew Tate's very controversial. But it's it's interesting. But I, I do think we may eventually see this fight between either Logan or Jake Paul and Andrew Tate. Now, here's the other thing. And this is like this is my wrestling brain coming out. So Andrew Tate has a brother who's also a kickboxer. And I'm thinking like tag team match. Uh, if only. No, I don't see it happening in WWE. No, 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 it's that not. That I don't not. see happening because like look like look yeah, I, I don't see that. I'm just saying that's where my brain went. I'm like, oh, that'd be a sweet tag team match. But, okay, we got about nine minutes before it cuts us off again, which gives us just enough time to talk about the elusive, the mysterious, the disappearing MJF. Where will he go? I'm not sure. I I see this little clip. And it was at the end of a Dynamite or something. It was Tony Khan coming out, and he announced MJF. I don't know if that was what that was for or what. I didn't get to see the full video. It was a video of Tony Khan coming out. He went up, got in the ring, and started saying something, and then he said, MJF is back. And then that's where the video cut off. So I don't know if he actually came back on, like, after oh, like maybe show not on or TV. after air or something. I don't know. What we do know is that yeah. he's un- he's under contract until 2024. But that doesn't mean he couldn't somehow get out of it, you know. But you got to believe that yeah. Triple H is looking at him. So, I mean, M- well, I guarantee Triple H is looking at him. I mean, MJF is in the best position ever because he's got Tony Khan over a barrel because... And especially now, because I could see maybe Vince McMahon, because he doesn't watch other wrestling, I could see Vince McMahon maybe passing on him because of his size, even though NJF isn't a small guy. Like, he's not tiny. He's perfect for a heel. He's about Roddy Piper's size, isn't he? Or I think Roddy Piper might have been a bit bigger. I'm not saying that, right? So I I guess, like... In relation to somebody like Hulk Hogan, it's about the same proportions. That's that's what I'm saying. Because like I know, okay, yeah, I know Roddy Piper's bigger. I didn't say that right. Roddy Piper's bigger than MJF, but like MJF next to say like a Cena, for example, like it's about the yeah. same. It's about the same proportions as like uh, uh, Piper and Hogan. So it's believable. Yeah. It's it's believable basically. Like MJF isn't too small. And, but Triple yeah. H, Triple H sees that this dude's money. Like he's got oh, to. Yeah. He's got it, to. It, it, MJF is one of the people that doesn't need a belt to be over. Yeah, and the last thing, MJF really doesn't need a belt at all. Like, uh, and now in, in the current WWE environment and what it's shaping out to be, I can see them doing MJF right. Like, granted, well, I don't know, because they're they're getting rid of the PG crap, too, slowly but surely. I'm glad. Yeah, like, I think I heard an ass 
at one point, and I was like, ooh. Ooh, ass. Well, and here, this, and this is pure conspiracy theory stuff, but I mean, a lot of Triple H guys went to AEW. I mean, a lot of Triple H they guys. They did. A lot of Triple H guys. Um, well, Road Dog and Billy Lee, Dunn. Uh, yep. Well, and yeah, the entire Undisputed Era, they were all Triple H guys. Uh, and like I said, uh, 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 Billy Gunn and um, uh, Road Dog. Those were definitely tri- those were those were in Triple uh-huh. H's inner circle. Um, this happened a while ago, but I know Jerry Lynn is in AEW, and uh, Dean Malenko. Yeah. I don't know if Dean Malenko was a Triple H guy, but Dean Malenko was there. Like, there's a lot of ex WWE guys on camera and off camera, even in the production staff. Yeah, and it's a much fr- like if I'm. AEW needs to watch it in the next year. Like they've got to get substantially better because there are going to be people who just for the money now that the, now that Triple H is effectively in charge, they'll go back. I could see Adam Cole going back to WWE eventually if things keep going the way they're going. Because I mean, compare how he was being yeah, booked over time. Yeah, I mean, compare how was how he was being booked in NXT versus. How, what he's doing in AEW, and I honestly, I think, and here's the thing, I think Adam Cole is now seeing this. He's he's got to because like, yeah, the alternative was to be somebody's manager in WWE, but now I think he'd be being booked the same way. So yeah, the opportunity then, oh, I can go to AEW and play with all my old friends, but now he's kind of looking at it. He's like, you know, this might be a little goofy. And the grass is looking, yeah. the grass in Connecticut's looking a, little, a lot greener than it was. A lot greener. Even somebody like Alistair Black, who was also a Triple H guy. Or not, Al- geez, Malachi Black. Well, and I'm going to call him well, Alistair Black. Well, and here's the other thing, too. You got to remember his wife's in WWE, which I was surprised that she went back. Uh, we haven't seen her for weeks, though. Yeah, I know, but she is. She does work there. So, I mean, there's food for thought. And then um, even Claudio Castagnoli, you know, I don't think he hated being in. He was there for a long time. I think he liked being in WWE, but it just got to where it's like, he was probably like, okay, but when am I going to, you know, when am I going to get into the world champion picture? Exactly. But now Triple H is in charge. And a guy like Claudio, Cesaro, whatever you want to call him, like that's a guy you can depend on any day of the week. So I think I think we might see some pretty significant ship jumping. So AEW might want to be careful about alienating their uh, non-ex-WWE talent here from the next little, and I could even see Triple H having a conversation with somebody like Darby Allen and be like, like very realistically being like, Hey man, listen, I know AEW put you on the map, but their ceilings here with our marketing machine. You could yep. be to the moon because kids would eat that here. up. Yeah. But my, but my thing is with that though, if they did that, what's Sting going to do? Is he going to jump back? 
Did the Joker go back to WWE? No, I think. Well, Darby Allen's probably under contract until 2024. Anyway, if he hasn't already signed a new deal or something like that, which up until very recently, that would have made sense for him to stay in AEW. But uh, what was I going to say? Um, and he may very well, because Darby, Darby Allen also strikes me as the type of person where money isn't his top priority, and that's not a dig. Because, I mean, by his own admission, I know he's somebody who's yeah. been, like, broke, broke. So he's perfectly happy making six figures, I'm sure. And he gets to... he gets to, Oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, and he gets to be in AEW and do whatever... Essentially whatever he wants to do, which I've not been disappointed... I just want to see more Darby MJF. Yeah. But somebody like Sammy Guevara might be tempted. I would be happy with six. Damn. Well, buddy, you got anything else to add about MJF? Because we got about a minute to wrap her up. Uh, honestly, I don't have anything else. Everything. No, no rumors. No nothing else that I can. Off the top of my head. Alrighty, well, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for enjoying another episode of Down the Middle. Make sure to check out the live stream every two weeks, and if you miss it, it'll be right there on the YouTube channel. If you prefer to listen to it versus watch it, you can see our audio links below, along with the link to our great sponsor, Stevie Wicks, Cool Beans Candle Company. Check them out. They are a wonderful, wonderful product, and they support the podcast, so you should like them even more. And until next time, we've been Brian and Jake, and this has been Down the Middle.